Wait, am I going? Yeah, going? go now. It's time. Um, Jake, Jake, Jake said I could do the intro on this one, so uh, I hi. I'm regretting this already. What do I do with my hands? I don't. I feel very okay. Just say super weirdos. And one Did more. Do, and um, episode. Uni, do you like waiting in line? Yeah. Really? <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? How about waiting in traffic? Yeah, I live for it. Wow. I wait until rush hour. You've ruined work. my whole where I was going. <laughs> That's okay. Solid lead in. <laughs> what, what would you be willing to wait in line in a line of traffic for at three in the morning? What would you be willing to wait for? We would have to have a very high fat content. <laughs> Interesting. Like, Interesting that, that that's where you went. Okay. Yeah. Recently, Ireland got their first 24-hour Krispy Kreme Donuts drive-thru. Yes. And apparently it caused more anarchy than Johnny Rotten and Sid Vicious put together. Yes. Apparently, there was a continuous line of honking cars 24 hours a day for a week after the opening. The complaints got so bad that Krispy Kreme had to start closing at 11.30 and reopening at 6 a.m. just so the local neighbors could get some sleep. I mean, I love Krispy Kreme. But sitting in a drive-thru line for two hours for a Krispy Kreme donut is kind of like binge-watching Iron Fist on Netflix. It's long, boring, a little bit cool, but ultimately not worth the hassle. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Just before we start, I need to know how many of your, how many of your, your stories involve at least one Netflix reference. Look... I can't help it. I worry it. about your Netflix. I can't help it that I have a problem, okay? <laughs> a problem is an understatement. I mean, do they make you have two Netflix accounts for the amount of Netflix watching you do? Look, it's a problem, okay? I think they should. It's a problem. All right, so what do you got, well, Mr. Fancy Pants? In the, oh my goodness, how could this obvious connection not have been made? Popeyes in Louisiana celebrated the opening of its 3,000th store by selling champagne and 24 karat gold battered wings. Uh, is that edible? They were a rampant <laughs> hit. And despite the massive obesity <laughs> and rampant <laughs> vomiting, it sounds about right. They were really popular. Sounds and they're right. considering spreading them to other stores. So, get ready, Jake. 24 karat gold vomit. 
coming to a Popeye's near you? Oh, man. I feel like that's... Somehow, is it just me, or does that somehow seem mildly racist? <laughs> There's something in it that's mildly... Maybe I'm mildly racist. <laughs> maybe the fact that you went there in your brain may, maybe says something about you. But I, I'm not saying anything about you. It's, you know, that's neither here nor there. Let the reader use discernment. <laughs> so, okay... In TV news. Ah, uh, TV. Guess, not Netflix? Are you taking this to another Netflix story? No, okay. this is not Netflix. But guess which show is making a comeback? Tell me. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Here's... Okay, go ahead with what you're saying. Okay, yes. so the title of the reboot is, and it is a reboot, Rise <laughs> of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. One of my favorite cartoons as a kid. The new episodes began in late September, but I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like there's a big question that no one is asking. I can feel this. Why do they wear masks? <laughs> just over the eyes. I mean, too. I mean, honestly. Like the gigantic turtle face. You are giant mutant turtles who know Kung Fu and can talk. I don't think multicolored Zorro masks are going to cut it as disguises. Not only that, their masks are individually colored to each one of them. They always wear the same color. That's literally how we always identified yeah. them as kids. It makes them easier to yes. identify. Specifically. It's not even a uniform. Yeah. Even with the clothes on, they can't hide who they are. Even when they like try to like wear a trench coat or something, they can't hide it. Now, I will say this. If the Ninja Turtles were actually just regular ninjas in turtles, suits of armor, like Batman, like that was their disguise, but that they wore armor to resemble a mutant turtle. Now we're talking. Now that's actually hiding their identity. <laughs> that's like Batman, like legend stuff. <laughs> Somehow the theme song of the show is going through my mind now. It's like <laughs> teenage ninjas dressed as turtles. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, otherwise you're not you're not hiding anything. So maybe like ditch the multicolored bandanas. Yeah. Because you're not hiding your identity at all. No, the secret is uh, the secret is not safe. Definitely not. <laughs> the ooze. The yeah. secret ooze. Nobody tell Rocksteady and Bebop. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. So you will appreciate this. Because I know that you, sir, like myself, big football fan. Don't you have season tickets? I do. Louisville Cardinals? That's right. right. It's not been a great so, season. Oof. You weren't there last night, were you? No. Thank goodness. Thankfully. That was a shellacking. Yeah. So anyhow, besides how bad the cards are this year, <clears throat> a couple just in Utah. Blaze over that. Just run past that as fast as possible. A couple in Utah <sighs> saves up for their football tickets. Okay. Getting ready to pay for it. So they go ahead and slide that into an envelope and leave it on the counter, right? $1,060. Their two-year-old decides, hey, oh, oh man, this envelope is awesome. And I was watching Daddy last night in the office 
and I'm gonna imitate what daddy did by taking this envelope and running it through the shredder. Wow. $1,060. The interesting thing is... So, but was it like a cashier's check? No, it was literally $1,060 worth of cash. He oh, ran $1,060 worth of cash through it. <laughs> yes. Yes. But the nice thing is, they're back to being double income, no kid. So, <laughs> so, so they'll be able to pay for next year's tickets. There's a silver no lining. Problem. There's a silver yeah. lining to all. Every they, story we do, there's a silver lining. They have lining. no child expenses left. Did, you, did so. you see the recent story about the Banksy? Oh, the one that like shredded itself? Yeah, as soon as, soon as, it, as it was sold, it shredded itself. It sold itself. for $1.1 million and then shredded itself. So Banksy. So Banksy. Mm. I love it. Like we know it. I have to, I have to say, <laughs> I love it's it. So Banksy. So Banksy, oh obviously. Thanks to the max. <clears throat> okay, so in science news, mm. a new study confirms that being forgetful can actually be a sign of unusual intelligence. Lord, I must be a genius. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was thinking. A research team from the University of Toronto found that as we are growing older, there are constantly new things that we need to acknowledge and learn, which means that everything that is getting older becomes less important and significant. That's why we need to make space in our brain for new information. It can be harder to cope with some circumstances if you're constantly bringing memories into your mind. This means that your brain needs to forget some pieces of information that are not that important in order to make information, new information, a priority. So I may actually be a genius because I forget useless stuff all the time. Like (laughs) what I was going to say, like (laughs) something. All right. (laughs) Gooseness. Ugh. That hurt a little. (laughs) (laughs) I should have seen that coming. And I should have hit myself with a ball peen hammer to avoid it. But, alright. Because yours always land (laughs) like a 747. That's right, baby. Because I've got them skiznails. And my glass of green tea. I see you got your glass of green tea as well. It's very delicious. Just a touch of stevia, drop of honey... It's so good. I, I like mine with just, just a touch of maple syrup. Oh, natural though. All natural. Oh, Canadian maple syrup. You know. Forget that Vermont garbage. That stuff, toilet water. Trust me. <laughs> so, you oh, Vermont. You're not even a state. Uh, aren't? No, they're not. Are they? <laughs> Are they? <laughs> Kentucky education system, folks. <laughs> Actually, I grew up in Indiana. Same yeah. difference. <laughs> Sorry. So, all right. I actually have two stories. They're tied together. Two? Yeah, I know. I'm selfish. But they tie together. All right, you're two, and then I'm going to do a long one. That's fine. Mine aren't long, and I don't even have really a punchline for them. It just comes down to the fact of those stories that remind you of just how stupid people are. Because of the fact that, I, my personal opinion on the lottery, hope I don't offend any of our listeners, 
is that the lottery is stupid. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of money. Most people spend their lives wasting, you know what I mean? But most people... But uni, someone has to I win. Know. But you see, I'm sure you've, <laughs> we've all seen the ritualistic people who go time and time again and fill out their lotto tickets, go through the whole thing, right? Yeah. Used to work with a guy now, every single thing. day. Right. So I can understand, all right, that's your thing. You want to do the lotto. But you would at least think if you did the lotto, you would pay attention to the stupid lotto. Right? Yeah. This one guy in Connecticut... Cleaning out his wallet, discovers a four-month-old lottery ticket in there that was worth a million dollars. It was 23 days away from expiring when he Okay, found so it. it didn't expire. Okay, it did. That's, no, he got that's the million dollars, better. which okay. is exactly what we need. More dumb millionaires. <laughs> <laughs> Imbeciles. His name's even Charles Dudley, for crying out loud. Seems about right. Dudley. So this guy, he does that, and then another genius in North Carolina has a $200,000 winning lottery ticket, and guess what he did with it? Winning lottery ticket. He had a, it's not, and this is the best part, it's not even like it's a, oh, I gotta wait for the numbers tonight lottery ticket, it's a scratch-off. He bought a scratch-off. They have scratch-offs that are worth that much? Yes. Wow. He bought a scratch-off, scratched it off, Literally looked at his scratch off. Like realized that he won. No. He thought he lost <laughs> and threw it away. Oh. And it was worth 200 wow. grand. And he threw away a $200,000 winning lottery scratch off. Now, if you're going to pay the money to play the stupid lottery, don't you think you should at least understand the rules going into you know, the whole process of reaching into your pocket for a quarter to scratch the stupid thing. I'm, I'm pretty sure this guy was scratching off with a penny, but let's go. <laughs> $200,000, threw it in the trash. Wow. I didn't think I won at first. So how did he know? How did the story come to light? Like how did Because he threw it in the trash and his wife found it. Okay. And double checked it and was like, Hey, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, she just left him. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes things work out the She's way they're the smart to. one. Um, okay. <clears throat> so, in movie news, Seth Rogen is set to play Herschel Greenbaum a struggling laborer who immigrates to America in 1918 with dreams of building a better life for his beloved family. Doesn't... That sounds hilarious. Does that sound like a, a Seth Rogen movie? Like a solid Seth Rogen It doesn't film. really sound like a Seth Rogen movie, does it? Okay, here we go. When you, when you find out the plot, really, now, now it'll make sense. One day, while working at his factory job... He falls into a vat of pickles and is brined for 100 years. The brine preserves him perfectly and finds that... And when he emerges in present-day Brooklyn, he finds that he hasn't aged a day. But when he seeks out his family, he's horrified to learn that his only surviving relative is his great-grandson. Ben Greenbaum, also played by Rogan, 
A mild-mannered computer coder whom Herschel can't even begin to understand. So you've got someone from 1918, the greatest generation, meeting someone from the generation of reality TV, participation trophies, and people who say irregardless. The movie really should be called Disappointment. <laughs> but it will probably be called something like In a Pickle. Yeah. <laughs> so, unless the budget is less than $18, it will be called Flop. Cause we'll see. But you Lord know, knows I have a hard enough time now as it is going to see a movie with Seth Rogen playing one role. Much less two. Two. When you're the dual center center character of the movie, so not excited. The interesting thing about Yeesh. this is that it reminded me of a story from my own life. <laughs> no, obviously, <laughs> no one was pickled for a hundred years, but once I did meet. I don't know. You've been pickled for a long time. <laughs> once I did meet a guy whose name was Pickle. He tried to sell me windows for my house. This is not a joke. I'm dead serious. You should have seen the look on defeat in his face when he asked me my name. I was like, that's Jake Stone. He was like, man, that's a cool name. My name's Pickle. <laughs> I swear. So to make it worse, I actually laughed. Like as soon as he said it, I actually laughed. I felt really bad. I mean, I consider myself a polite person most of the time, but he caught me off guard. Now, obviously, I'm sure that his name isn't Pickle on his birth certificate. It's probably a nickname. No. But still, can you imagine your nickname being Pickle? And you get a nice job selling windows door to door. Someone laughs in your face. Yeah. I felt very bad. Almost bad enough to hear him out about the windows. But you didn't. Which, later I thought, maybe may have been his plan all along. Maybe his name isn't Pickle. He was just using empathy as a sales tactic. Smart. I mean, Maybe he's a genius. You almost got me, Mr. Pickle, or whatever your name is. Yeah. But his real in name the end, I did, not, I did not buy the windows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pickle. His career was in a pickle. <laughs> Gosh. All right. So, so what you got? So I got a story about a semi-driver. Guy driving a semi-truck. Okay? Okay. Somehow, Big at rig. some point, yes, 18-wheeler, the real deal, looking like Optimus Prime. Nice. Driving down the road, somehow decides, you know what, I'm not so big on driving on the road, so I'm going to go ahead and take this other smaller road oh. that's just off to the side here. You know what? It's more scenic. It's kind of more like by the water and stuff like that. I'm gonna take this little more scenic He was just looking road. for a little mini vacation. Right. At which point he jams his semi truck into an overpass. Literally slams, jams this thing into an overpass. The police come out. I mean, it was- That's pretty much how it goes. Three feet short. Because this dude was driving on a bike path. He was driving his semi-truck on a bike path. But the important thing that you need to know is where this happened. Because it explains all of it. Um, I have one guess. Tell me. Florida. No. <laughs> you would think so. 
but it's the one place that's worse. <gasps> Whoa! Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> so, in Star Wars news, according to a recent study, some, not all, of the negative buzz that surrounded The Last Jedi was actually an attack by Russian internet trolls. Filthy animals. In a paper titled... Oh, this is tough. Weaponizing the haters, the last Jedi in the strategic politicization of pop culture through social media manipulation. You know what? You're not allowed to have a title that's as long as the paper. Yeah. The writer examines the online controversial response to 2017's Last Jedi and suggests that its bad reputation may not be completely earned and instead finds evidence of deliberate Organized political influence measures disguised as fan arguments. Wow. I don't know what kind of Jedi mind trick the writer is trying to pull, but you can't blame everything on the Russians. If this keeps up, every bad movie that comes out will be using this excuse. It's, it, it's not a bad movie. It was the Russians. Aquaman was great. It wasn't, it wasn't a bad movie. It was the Russians. The new Transformers movie... It was just the Russians. That's all. Yeah. Venom. It was the Russians. <clears throat> I hear there's a big campaign going on right now to try and sabotage Seth, sabotage Seth Rogen's new film. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's called Logic. So, speaking of Star Wars, do you think, Uni, that... I don't. <laughs> Rarely ever. <laughs> I mean, probably for the best. Yeah. I mean, if we're being honest. It'd be dangerous. Do you think the Jedi and Sith have dress codes? Um, well, <clears throat> I don't think anyone would be super happy if a Sith showed up in like camo or pink or looking like Thank Elton you. John. So seriously, I mean, think but about it. But could you imagine a Sith Lord that looked like Elton John? Yeah. That would be amazing. That's my point. What if the Darth... feather boa. What if Darth Vader woke up and his new mechanical body, covered in black, head to toe and thought... This really isn't me. <laughs> yeah. I'm what if he wanted a fresh start? Mm -hmm. Could he have said, I want this suit to be bright yellow, just like the engines on my first pod racer? No. Oh, or for on. that matter, what if he wanted his lightsaber to still be blue? Now, if there are any major nerds listening, supposedly... <laughs> there are. Uh, I mean, <laughs> any, if there are any listeners at all, they're probably major nerds. <laughs> but supposedly the dark side light lightsabers are red because they're made of synthetic crystals because the Jedi controlled the natural crystals. Kybers. But Vader wiped out all of the Jedi, so they probably had a stockpile of lightsabers. So that explanation really doesn't work. But okay, let's say let's say Vader loved his new look, which he probably did. I mean, it was totally emo and goth, totally Anakin, totally Vader, and it. I mean, it was very a great teenage look. drama. It was it was a great look. Let's be honest. Sure. But what about the good guys? I mean, Luke wore all black in Return of the Jedi, but still had everyone a green did. lightsaber. Yeah, everyone else what, was earthed him. What if he wanted a red one? Again. It's a good look. What if Yoda would have said something? 
Young Skywalker? No. Look like Sith or do? Mm. Keep green lightsabers. <laughs> Just stop. I mean, they're colors. Does it really matter? Can't they live in a galaxy where they can choose the colors of the lightsabers and clothes? I guess not, Lucasfilm. Nope. They want you to take a look at someone in all black with a red lightsaber and just know they're a villain. That's right. It's a stereotype and I don't support it. Because could you imagine if somebody came out wearing like gold lame and the big huge, (laughs) the big huge rose colored glasses and he said that his name was Darth Fabulous? (laughs) (laughs) That would be awesome. I... I gotta be honest, I want Goodbye, this to happen. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Yes! I want that movie to happen. Darth Fabulous. I really want to see this. <laughs> in one form or another. Maybe it's time for a new video. Maybe it's time for it's a new skit. possible. You know, it has been a while, Super Uni. weirdos go to the movies. Super weirdos maybe need to travel back into the video world. That's right. We could do Darth Fabulous. Episode three, Darth Fabulous. <laughs> Episode four, we had three already. Oh, we did, that's right. We did. Yeah. We have some some more material that we, we never quite We have to go back covered. and get episode one back on. Just edit out my company logo so that I don't get sued. <sighs> maybe just understand from now on that maybe you shouldn't wear well, things I won't with logos. Now. I didn't know people would have an issue with it, but... All right, Uni, well, do you have anything else? Because that about wraps it up. Uh, well, I do have one story. All right, let's keep it quick. Dude cleaning out his mother's house finds a book that she checked out in 1934 when she was 11 years old. Still had it. Decided to bring it back to the library. Guess how much they charged him in fines? $4,000. Three bucks. <laughs> because the library had a limit on the amount you could charge for overdue books. And it was three bucks. I'm sorry. If Blockbuster had... I was about to say. If Blockbuster had had this rule, they wouldn't have gone bankrupt. Correct. Because everyone hated them so much. Yeah. For these ridiculous overdue fees that they would just keep it. Oh, and do you remember? Yeah, because you remember every time you walked in, you had it for like more than three weeks or something. They were like, and they were just, oh, don't worry about it. We already charged your card $85 for episode one of Transformers. Oh, trust me. I got a bill much worse than that. It was yeah several hundred dollars once. Well, and yes. I was like, what makes you think that I would pay this? I'll just never come back. I mean... It is in my best interest to just... And at, at the same time, I was like, why don't I just buy the movie? Yeah. Which, towards the end of their run, they were like, you know what? You can just buy well, the movie. they knew it was all over by that point. But yeah. that was before... You mean, that was when they had mass production... By that time, they had mass production of VHS films. I mean, early on, you were paying $85 for a VHS release. I still own episode one of Transformers on VHS... In a block, in a blockbuster, in a Megan no, no. Fox. No, no, no. Episode one of the cartoon series what? from 1985. What? I still own it because they charged me eighty-four dollars for having it out for too long. And you were like, no. I'm like, I'm just keeping it. That's right. I'm not paying eighty-four dollars. And I also learned that if you wait long enough, they just the wipe out your, they wipe out your account, <laughs> and you can just sign up again. 
the company just goes out of business. That's right. Eventually, they're going to go, <laughs> I should have rented a whole bunch of movies right before they went out of business. I wonder how many people did that. I'm sure honestly. a lot of people. I bet a lot of people. Yeah. Once they saw the end was coming, they were so like... So I just want to be clear. So you I'm want renting... to rent 614 movies? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Why not? I, I, have, a re- I have like some vacation days, you know, yeah. backed up. And I got really... A lot of free time. I've got nothing days. else to do. Yeah. So my name's Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that is it, ladies and gentlemen. Episode Trace In Numero the Three of the Super Weirdos Shattered News Podcast. As always, we hope that you enjoyed yourself as much as we did. And we look forward to next time. Do they? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to our three or four listeners. Thanks, Mom, for listening. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening, because probably no one else is. <laughs> You're the best. Love we love you. you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>